News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now let's come back to the story of the week, which of course has been the chaos at Dublin Airport. The DAA has plans in place this morning to make sure the crowds of passengers move smoothly and uh, efficiently. So we're hearing and our own News Talk reporter, Michael Dooley, joins us now live on the ground from Dublin Airport. Michael, you've been talking to passengers um, there. How is everyone finding this new system? Morning, Kira. I have indeed. And it does seem like these systems that the DAA have put forward are working as much as a lot of passengers are anxious. Much of them are relieved because they are sailing through the airport at the moment. We're still hearing wait times are under an hour. OK. Um, just with regard to people turning up super mad early, which obviously lots of people have, seven hours and six hours and all of that, are they being put in holding pens or, 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 or what are we seeing? So at least in terms of heading into Terminal 1 and Terminal 2, there's no pens to be seen. And upon speaking with security, they say that those pens, shall we call them, won't be used at all this weekend, or at least they don't anticipate so. So as far as I know, no, they haven't been used yet. Okay, and we we can actually have a little listen to what some of the people in the airport are saying this morning. We have indeed. They've expressed their delight at getting through, but also their anxiety. I'm absolutely terrified. I tried to get the VIP access, fast track. I tried to change my flight to any other airport in Ireland. I'm trying to make San Francisco, but I'm trying to make an exchange so I can get car keys off a friend. So the timing's important. But yeah, I was just like, look at the draw. I'm going to have to just go for it and hope for the best. Normally I keep it super casual, but this time I actually had to book my flight to exactly meet my friends and all. So fingers crossed. I am four and a half hours early. I've been checking um, the Twitter feed. Uh, Some guy has set up... um, Twitter feed where he, he pulls the queue times and I've been watching that the last few days just to see how we were going to fare out today. There was anxiety but when they announced their plan we had always planned to come around two and a half hours anyway and as it turns out we're actually here three hours early. There's no problem getting back, just getting away. Getting away is nice. It's the first trip of the years. We weren't too anxious but uh, just like to get away, yeah. I'm, I'm a nervous flyer anyway, so it didn't help that the queues were so long and stuff for the airport. You can understand, though. Everyone wants to get out at once, you know. We've been locked up for so long, it's so nice to get out. But you thought maybe they would have prepared for this. But I guess because it's basically everyone at once going out, you can kind of understand what's going on. We were going to be here for four, but we changed our mind last night when we heard how they're dealing with it. I, I think we were just kind of like praying that it would be OK. Yeah, and I mean, obviously it worked, so... Yes, prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. Thank you for that. Indeed, that is News Talks reporter Michael Dooley. And Michael will be on the Pat Kenny show this morning, bringing an update on what's happening uh, in the airport throughout the morning. So we will try and keep you informed if you are flying or if your loved ones are flying. We'll try and keep you in the loop as to where things stand in the airport. And for more on this, we're joined now by Graham McQueen, who is the DAA's media relations manager. Um, Graham, things seem to be a little better today than they certainly were last Sunday. Yep, so far so good, Kira. It's been a it's been a, a steady flow this morning. As I look down on the term uh, on the departures floor right now, that there's a nice flow. People are getting on their way, uh, and queue times under ten minutes in both terminals. So if we can keep this going for the rest of the day, the rest of the weekend, I think we'll be happy, and I think the forty nine thousand passengers that we're going to see over the course of today will be happy as well.
Okay. And is that very important advice, the advice to not turn up hours and hours before your flight, to turn up 2.5 hours if you are flying uh, within Europe short haul and maybe an extra hour if you if you have to drop a bag and 3.5 if you are going long haul to somewhere like the States and an extra hour if you have to drop a bag. Is that the advice that people need to stick to to avoid these kind of gluts and, and, and I suppose pinch points? Yeah, exactly, Kira. That's going to make a massive difference. And look, we understand why people heard some of your, 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 your the people being interviewed there. We understand why they're anxious. You know, we all saw the scenes last Sunday. We've got a job on our hands now to win back trust. But if they stick to those times, we'll secure that nice flow of passengers through the terminal over the course of the weekend. It's a busy weekend, but look, the numbers are not, you know, too too much higher than what we've been dealing with through uh, May and April. Um, I know we slipped up last Sunday, but look, we're confident going into the weekend that we can keep the performance yes. of this morning going. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you. I mean, I spoke to you earlier in the week and I asked you, were you confident that there wouldn't be scenes repeated from last weekend, scenes repeated this weekend? And you said you, you, you were unsure at the time. But now the DAA has changed its tune. You are saying you are confident that the queues this weekend should be manageable and people won't miss their flights. Is that correct? Yeah, well, I think when I spoke to you, I think it was Monday morning, it was a very different picture then. We were still analysing what had gone wrong uh, last Sunday. Um, I think now we've got a much clearer idea as to what went wrong. We obviously didn't have enough staff rostered. We hold our hands up to that. I think all week we've been working to make sure that that's not going to be the case today, this weekend, or in any week to come. So we're confident today that we can get everyone through and the weekend is looking good with a full roster of staff in place. And, and Graham, not, not to beat you with the stick, but, but, but 1,400 people missed their flights because of, of, of that mess up with rosters or whatever it was. I mean, why could what's happening this weekend not have been done last weekend? A lot of people are accusing the DAA of gross mismanagement. Yeah, look, I understand it. I think what we've tried to do over the course of this week is put in a plan B and the plan C. So I heard you talking there about these the holding zones. I really prefer we got away from this idea than being tens. They're going to be really comfortable zones when they're up and running. We've now got contingency built into the system. The big learning from last weekend was that we didn't have that. When we had staff calling in sick, when we had poor rostering in place, we fell down. So we've got to make sure that if anything goes wrong again, we've got a plan B and a plan C to turn to. And that's what we're putting in place at the moment. Okay. What do you think of what Minister Simon Harris said, which was that he is getting a little bit fed up of senior management hiding behind politicians when it comes to actually doing their jobs? Well, I think we were we were up in front of the Joint Oireachtas Committee on Wednesday and I think we were very open about the situation we're in, uh, where we're coming from and where we're trying to get to. So I, I think it's all laid on the line now. I, think, I certainly don't think we can be accused of hiding behind anything. But the job now, we've got to win back the trust of passengers. We've got to make sure that we deliver today, tomorrow, the weeks to come and give everybody a good summer. As your reporter said there, there's a pent-up demand for travel in this country. We want to facilitate it. We want happy passengers. We want to get back to the levels of customer service that we were known for in 2019. We were world-renowned for good customer service. We are determined as a team to get back there. Last question for you then. Obviously, this weekend, you're saying that the DA is confident you can manage does that apply to the rest of the summer as well? I mean, these numbers aren't going to fall. They're going to continue to be high for a number of months now. Yeah, I think we're going into a very busy June and July, obviously. and We're adding about 30 security staff every single week. So we're confident we can get through this weekend. We're confident that we've got 
the wheels in motion to have the right staff levels for the summer ahead and hopefully we as i say we can get back we can win the trust back of passengers we can remove some of that anxiousness that we're hearing from your listeners as an airport we know we need to do better than last sunday and we're very much determined to do that look thank you for speaking to us this morning that is graham mcqueen there the daa's media relations manager News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.